welcome back to the Bipolar Diaries. Um, I have a very special guest this week that I can't believe is doing this. He's absolutely amazing, uh, which is my ex-boyfriend, Will Monroe. Thank you for joining me. Pleasure. Pleasure. I didn't think we'd be here, but uh, how fun. <laughs> I know. It's very <laughs> random. I reached out to Will just being like, hey, um, would you want to be on my podcast? And I honestly was like shocked you would say, but honestly, you were the only person that I felt like would say yes. Cause I think you out of all my ex-boyfriends have the most open mind. And I just felt like you would be into doing something like this. And yeah. So thank you so much. Um, I think it's yeah. definitely a perspective that um, will be really interesting because obviously you were with me from when, before I was diagnosed while I was being diagnosed and then when I started medication which so you were th with me throughout my whole entire journey which is absolutely crazy so I'm very nervous because I think we're gonna just dive deep into crap that I used to put you through <laughs> um yeah. but yeah we'll get started so basically I think first I just want to think about how we met which was like 2014 or something like that Sounds about right. I think we met yeah. through a mutual friend. I think we, we met through, was it Declan? Declan, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Declan. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I think we were at a cafe and he was scrolling Facebook and a photo of you popped up and I was like, who's that? And, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we went on a, a blind day vlog. We knew what each other looked yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, Do you know yeah, that was my first... Day. That was my first actual date as an like a, as a semi adult, um, so I was so fucking nervous. I remember I had like a couple of drinks beforehand, and I think you told me after that you could smell the alcohol on my breath because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like freaking out. But yeah, you were the first person I definitely went on like dates with before we actually became like boyfriend and girlfriend. And I remember you took me. Um, I remember you took me to like the top of the Intercontinental. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a. But that, that wasn't the first date. No, no. But I that think, was like, no. I think it was like our fourth date or something like that. I don't think we were together yet. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. it was, I know. It was <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll just quickly dive in. So um, I, I, I guess my first question is, have you, ever, have you ever experienced someone with bipolar before me? Not bipolar. Well, not that mm. I was aware they had bipolar. Yeah. So, yeah, you were definitely the first. Mm. Um, Special me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very, um, people usually kind of experience like depression and things like that. But yeah, bipolar is definitely a niche um, mental issue. <laughs> um, and when was the first time you actually realised something was different with me or wrong with me? Um, I think... I think even when we first started dating and we first went on a few dates, um, you know, a lot of things were more difficult than than it would be with someone without bipolar. So yeah. if it was going to the toilet, if it was oh my God. Know, making, a <laughs> making making a decision on uh, on on where to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't. I didn't I think I was so young and naive as well that I mm. didn't take a lot of the things in as much. Yeah. You probably just thought um, that like every fucking bitch out there was crazy like that. 
potentially potentially <laughs> oh god I feel so bad um yeah definitely I didn't I forgot about like the whole like toilet thing it's definitely an issue of mine that I've always had my entire life and like yeah going to like different restaurants and things like that trying new things I remember you being someone that was so you know as I said open-minded and like very into trying different things and I fucking hated it I just would shut it down yeah so that was that was particularly hard to deal with I think yeah I could could never try I I could never understand or wrap my head around why you never wanted to try new things so yeah I sound like the fucking worst person in the world sorry I'm just like I've got all my questions here on my phone so I'm reading off them um and did you see a difference between my pre-diagnosis and then after my like my post-diagnosis when I was on medication not just necessarily in me but in our relationship um it's going back some time so it's hard yeah it's hard to recall um but in our relationship I I think you were going through such a big stage of your life where I kind of took a backward seat and didn't push things too much or mm. just let you make a lot of the decisions yeah yeah that makes sense um so yeah I guess in our relationship I was just making sure you were all right yeah um, can't really, I felt can't really remember looking back on it I feel like pre-diagnosis I was very much like dependent on you and I felt just very like emotional and crying and all that kind of stuff and then post-diagnosis I felt like I became quite mean which is weird because I was going through like a good change in my life and I was going on medication and everything but I just felt like I became quite I don't know I felt I always felt really mean towards you which is like I just feel like I treated you like kind of like crap um which isn't obviously how I'd want that but I just kind of yeah but it's weird that it's weird that that is how I reacted because it was post that which is when I talk on my all my episodes I talk about how I was getting better and like life was getting better and I feel like I became a lot more selfish than I was before because I was like oh my god I have this new fucking awesome way of thinking I'm gonna just be a fucking little bitch (laughs) to like anyone that's nice yeah I mean you might have you might have even played up to those personas a little bit more yeah diagnosed yeah like well you know I can be a bitch because you know that's that's like yeah or or I think you might have I think maybe during that diagnosis you you played into those personas and kind of maybe play the victim a little bit more yeah no oh god you know so so if you were if you were angry you were allowed to be angry I think yeah yeah and you know everyone was allowed to let you be angry and if you were yeah if you were sad you were allowed to get all the cuddles or all the attention or you know you wanted so it was very um it yeah I guess emotionally for sure it could have been yeah 100% Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I can't even, it's just so hard. Like, like the only thing I can do is like not laugh, but it's so hard to hear because I know it's true. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's not like I'm like, Oh my God, that didn't happen. It's like a hundred percent. I was like that. And it's always so hard to hear 
that you were so just, I don't know, that you put other people through that, you know? Yeah. As yeah. I said, it was it was different. I don't think I I don't think I reflected on it too much at the time because I yeah. was so so busy. Yeah. Um, and I think I was very naive and maybe maybe blinded by a few different things. Um, yeah. So blinded by love. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, um, um, yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean. You know, in saying that, it was it might sound a bit sick, but it was somewhat entertaining. Like, you know, it was never a dumb. There was there was never a dumb. Literally, sure. yeah, literally. My previous ex boyfriend Sam, you would actually get along really well with him. <laughs> um, he uh, he. Um, always used to say to me he was like oh my god there is literally never a dull moment with you it was it's just always so erratic and so but I feel like that literally carries on in my life today but just in a different way but I just don't seem to ever like fucking chill out it's insane yeah so yeah yeah there might have been some times where the energy wasn't in the right direction but then yeah when it was in the direction in the right direction it was a lot of fun um, yeah so. they say that a lot about bipolar people is like they can be people that you love to be around but also people that you fucking can't stand to be around like it works both ways which is yeah you know something I've got to live with and work on um and did you ever kind of consider stepping back or you know like breaking up with me because of how severe not necessarily how severe my mental health got but because I don't want to like make you look bad in any way because I know that you wouldn't necessarily do that but more just because of how like shit the relationship got um I, I, I wish I could remember more but um I think at the time at the time I was so focused in other areas and so busy mm. that when I, I didn't I probably didn't um you know, spend the time reflecting on our relationship that much and just, yeah. And just kind of, you know, I enjoyed being around, being around you most of the time, but I, I do remember, I, I do remember, um, you know, coming over, I, I lived in Bronte, you lived in Balgala. Yeah. So, you know, when I'd come over after training or after rugby training or after a big day at work, you know, there'd be times where I'd be in the car, like, all right, like find some energy like what am I going to walk into um, oh god but yeah it's so crazy because like I before my diagnosis I remember I would like wait for you after training to come and like think about it you would finish training at like what time eight or something like that yeah and then it's yeah. what an hour drive sometimes and then you get to mine at nine I would literally like prepare dinner like not because you asked me to or anything just because I was like I'm gonna like do dinner I'm gonna and I would just sit there waiting and then I would get mad at you for like not being there and like where as soon as you walked in the door I'd be like well I've had dinner here like ready and I wouldn't have even you wouldn't have asked me to do that or anything like that and I don't know I would just I feel like before my diagnosis I really would make my whole life I was very invested in like your rugby. And then after my diagnosis, I was like, not, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I remember I was like, maybe, yeah. A wag. 
Yeah, I think you loved I, being a wag, that's for sure. I fucking, at the time, now I would die. But at the time, I remember I did like the ladies' day and I took it so seriously. I went to like ladies' day meetings and on Sundays and I would like sit at the front of Ramwick, um, that rugby club, and I would sit there. Oh, where was it? Coogee. And I'd Coogee, sit there and Coogee. sell um, memberships to people. Oh my god, I was such a fucking loser. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, that, that, was where, that, was, that was some good energy. You were very yeah. supportive. Thank you. Yeah, no, I definitely had my moments. Um, and yeah, I just want to know, like we've kind of already touched on it, but how it impacted your life day to day and like emotionally. You were said that you kind of would kind of work up the courage to come into my house. So yeah, what were some other things that your everyday life that how that impacted you i think um just trying to think how that, how that impacted me too much mm. it's a hard one it is a hard one um, yeah and i think you don't realize yeah as you said you don't realize it at the time yeah i think i think making sure maybe that I prep you if I'm running late or yeah. communicate things, you know, far in advance to make sure that you're mentally able to process it before we did some yeah. certain things or. Yeah. Um, that is such know, a weird, that's such a good way of saying it. Cause I felt like I had to mentally process things like before we did yeah. it, I had to work myself into the mental state. You know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, like if, you know, I'd almost have to think for you so that yeah. you wouldn't have a freak out or like not a freak out, but, you know, you yeah. wouldn't get a... Like you have um, to manage me. Yeah, I had to manage your thoughts almost in advance of doing things. Yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely see which, which how that happened. Which is think about now, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's because, you know, obviously people with bipolar, we have... I mean, now I think I'm fucking awesome. But back then I didn't have like the mental capacity to deal with anything else. And yeah, I feel like you had to do that for me, definitely. Like going out, you would have to kind of put into my brain the scenario of going out. You know what I mean? Being like, this is where yeah. we're going to go. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get there. Like all that kind of crap. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. It sounds like you were kind um, of walking on eggshells a little bit, like making sure I wasn't like set off or something like that. From what I can remember, potentially, yeah. Or if I could see something about to about to kick off, then I'd have to, you know, quickly avoid that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And having someone, a partner with mental health, do you think that changed? I mean, yeah, it probably would be hard to reflect on it at the time, but do you think it's changed your understanding now on like looking back on it, on mental health? Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I think uh, mental health and learning that you had, you know, bipolar and, and, and everything and like having you know, other family experience or other friends experience um, mental health issues definitely uh, I'm just educated myself really yeah just some things and learn how Have you met anyone else with bipolar since I don't think I've met anyone with anyone with bipolar no oh, I'm pretty special I'm not sure I'm not sure <laughs> not, yeah. not many as are as, are as open as you that's for sure so, yeah 
to be fair, I've only met people with bipolar since putting out this podcast. And I am so shocked at how many people do have bipolar that you would think wouldn't, you know, it's not something that I, I don't know. Some people that like I even were f- I'm friends with that I had no idea how to. So, yeah, totally. yeah well, I, think, I think one of the things that shocked me was how I remember you telling me how scared you were to go out like in public and put yourself out there. Mm. And I think you give off like the opposite of when you go out, you know, you're very out there. You're very, you know, you're not afraid at all. Yeah. It seems like from the outside. So yeah. Um, I, yeah always... I just, you, you learn, you, I just learned a lot about mental health and, and you know, that I remember that really surprising me when you first. Yeah. Like deep down, I don't feel like I'm this really confident person for some reason I feel like it's me adapting to like taking on my bipolar hypermanic episodes as my personality I feel like I'm actually quite like I have really bad social anxiety sometimes which people don't know but um yeah I remember like getting really anxious about things and but then yeah I would go out and I'd be like making myself the fucking center of attention but weirdly I enjoyed that it was like when I got there I fucking loved it and but the build up to it, I absolutely hate it. Yeah, but you also yeah. put a lot of pressure on the situation. Yeah. So you, you built you built up things quite yeah. a lot. Okay, now you're 21st. I sw- oh. <laughs> that was I remember you coming over and I was like screaming at like I was a mess and you were so patient and so calm. And I remember you had to play rugby the next day and I was fuming about it. I was like, fuck him. (laughs) How dare you make make the 21st the day before a game? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's my fault. Um, And what, yeah, what was the worst thing that you reckon you witnessed? Um, it's, It's hard to pinpoint. Like I don't, I really don't remember a massive. Yeah. You know, I thought I was way more memorable than that. <laughs> well, it was just the little okay. things, like, like the, <laughs> the the the. I think the big ones, like it wasn't just me who would, um, you know, the whole family would hear about it. So I felt yeah. like I felt like the big ones. I didn't really like. It wasn't just me. Yeah. Oh my god. What did your family think? No, your family. Oh, my family. What do you mean? Like if you had a big, I don't know, episode, your parents would be there and it'd almost be Oh like, yeah. I remember when I dropped out humorous. of I I remember <laughs> thanks. I remember when I dropped out of uni, it was like a massive thing and everyone was in my room and I was like hyperventilating, crying. Um but yeah, did your family know I had bipolar? Um, no. I may have told them at the time. Yeah. I found out. I wouldn't like it wouldn't surprise me if I told them. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, I think I think you were always pretty good at my house. Yeah, and I loved your family. You're on your best behavior. Yeah. Your mum, I loved your mom, I loved your dad, I loved like both your brothers. I loved Max. I always felt very like connected to Max. Um everyone loves Max. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's I was always really like comfortable around your family and then but I also feel like towards the end I weirdly like separated myself from everyone 
I don't know why I just got like I don't know I think I just yeah became a bitch <laughs> I just went yeah. yeah um and you've kind of already talked about this a bit but yeah what would be your tactics do you reckon for when I was acting up to kind of make me calm down um, I think obviously just don't I just never added fuel to the fire yeah so I just wouldn't um I think we, we might have had like arguments back and forth before but we only had one bad argument. I remember it. And it was in Humula. What was it? You were so I remember that. fucking drunk. <laughs> and I was no, like, I wasn't. I don't drink in excess. <laughs> and I just remember. <laughs> this is so bad. I remember bad. this. That was fine. I, I think I hit fun. you. That's not good. But no, I pushed you. I was so, I remember I had a night terror. And do you remember I used to have, I have night terrors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I woke up and you were like, you were, I think you were just fed up with me at this point and I was like crying. You're like, just go to sleep. And you were so drunk and I push you or something like that so hard. I was so mad that you weren't like comforting me. And then yeah. I walked out and called my mom at like 2 a.m. <laughs> I was like crying. Yeah, I think I think one of my didn't didn't one of my friends like disconnect the the phone at one point. I think oh, that happened. I think, I, think, I think Max, yeah, I think Maxim fully disconnected the phone. I don't think, no, I don't think it was Maxim. He wasn't there. It was, I think it was, was it Brogan? Yes, it would have been Brogan. <laughs> yeah, it's Brogan. Oh, God. Yeah, because yeah, was... you, you, yeah, you weren't happy at all that, that, that day. And, uh, no, I think, I think I'd well and truly had enough. And, yeah, uh, that was a bad was day. Like, that was a bad day for everyone. There was another couple there that were fighting and it was just like a fucking mess. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's why I felt so like I was so mean because you would just like take it. Like I felt like you were my punching bag at one point and you were so, and looking back on that, I hate that. Like I, and luckily I definitely didn't take that into my next relationship um, and like, I think I learned a lot from you, like that I can't treat anyone like that. Um, and you know, in my next relationship, if we would argue, it would be so calm and it would be like talking through it. And instead of, you know, because obviously we had arguments that were like warranted sometimes, but I think mm. it always was me. And I feel like I definitely sort of gaslighted you like a little bit, like, I know you haven't seen it, but for people that are listening, um, if you've seen maths recently, um married at first sight there's this couple on it i can't remember her name i think i, feel like I need to see this oh my god will you're oh, gonna be yeah. like you're it actually i've only just realized it though i watched it months ago and i was like oh my god this is me and will <laughs> back in the day she is such a fucking bitch and he is so sweet and so nice and just like everyone hates her and looking back on it I don't know, just watch it. And I reckon you'll find similar similarities with her and I, but yeah, I felt like I gaslighted you a fair bit at times. And I felt like that actually after I got diagnosed, I feel like I gaslighted you way more. Um, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I mean, I'm, I'm a very stoic person. So yeah, like I just, I can rationalize emotions fairly like quickly and yeah like deal with a lot so it wasn't 
I'm a yeah. It never it never hurt me too much. I don't think. Okay, good. That makes me happier. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, I want to like touch on the good sides of bipolar. Like, what were some positives? What were some you know f- good things about me? <laughs> well, you always. I think you always um, put a lot of effort into milestones. Yeah. Um, you know, anything you're super passionate about, you always put like a hundred percent into, and like it was, you know, you could, you could, you could def, you definitely knew how important anything was to you that you cared about. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, you know, you're passionate. You're very passionate yeah. about, you know, what you were interested in and what you really cared about, which was yeah. Which was a when lot I. Of fun when I'm like, you know, in love with someone, like really care about them. I always want to make sure I do like fun things for them. Like I remember one time you came, I like surprising. I remember one time you came over and I had like um, rose petals. I was in lingerie and I had like strawberries and I gave you a massage. Do you remember that? Did that happen? Did it? Yes. You took a photo of it and you sent it to your friends. Oh my God. If you don't remember this. What's I that? thought no, 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 no. I sure you remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Okay, whatever. Anyway, my present. <laughs> I feel like the, I feel like the gifts I got you were really nice. Remember, I got you that signet ring. Yes, yes, that was a good ring. That was great. <laughs> no, 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 no. I definitely, no, I definitely Come remember. Come on, we'll say some that, fucking that nice things cool. about me. <laughs> no, you were a lot of fun. You were a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah yeah that i mean that's exactly what i was referring to you you, yeah you you cared a lot about um making those you know you loved or cared about feel special and you put so much effort into you know birthdays or yeah anniversaries or whatever it was you you put you went above and beyond but oh that's good i'm glad um and my final my final question would be like, what's your advice to someone? Cause it's so different from like a family member to an actual partner. Cause I've only interviewed my family members. Um, so what's your advice from someone as like a partner in this kind of thing? Cause it's definitely a different dynamic. Um, I think, I think you need to, from from whose perspective? What am I, what, are, what, what type of as in like, so, so, <laughs> I mean, someone that's dealing with their partner that has bipolar and, you know, they're going through the diagnosis, they've just found out, um, or someone that's, you know, not on medication and all that kind of stuff. What would be your best advice to some, to that partner to, you know, how to get through it, how to cope with it, how to be, you know, what would you, or even if it's something that you might not have done back then, looking back, what would you do differently? Those kind of things. Uh, I think... You just, I think, I think you need to communicate. Definitely communicate to your partner, communicate to to their family and their friends, and make sure that uh, you know, make sure they got a good support network around them. Um, mm. which, which may seem fairly obvious, but I think you got to make sure you talk about the talk about um, you know the mental health issue or bipolar, and, mm. uh, and make sure that their their family and friends have the right intentions and you know they don't um 
yeah, they got a good heart and soul behind them and make sure yeah. that the, make sure that the uh, thing comes about to the door is about to open. Sorry. Oh, that's so weird. My doorbell just went off. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> it's my house, man. Andy. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm oh, Will's I'm, I'm Will's ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's with my um, uh, my ex girlfriend about her bipolar journey. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to leave that in. Topic, interesting <laughs> topic for your Monday uh, Monday evening. Um. Yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely good advice. I think because I think when we were going through that whole process, even with my family, like we we only kept it with the family. It wasn't like something that I told my friends. It was all very like hush hush. And we spoke about it, but we didn't speak about it like how we're speaking about it now. It was very, it's not like a casual topic, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think yeah, no, when, I, yeah. I think what you say I, about communication is definitely key. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, I, I probably should have, you know, read more into it or, you know, maybe if I was a bit more mature like I'm now, I'd probably read a lot more about we it. We were so young, yeah. Yeah, super young. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you know, it depends on the on the context of it all. But if it's a if it's a longer if it's an older relationship or someone you know in their late twenties or you know, early thirties, you'd probably spend a lot more time investigating it, finding out with you know helping your partner find out what works for them in terms of yeah. You know, if they need to meditate, if they need to exercise, if they need mm. to get medication, if they need to see someone. Yeah. Um, I think also making sure that, like, you take time for yourself to, like, make sure that you're okay to, like, you know, go through this and making sure that you also have the support system because you're also going through. I think people, you know, it is such a selfish, you know, disease issue, whatever you want to call it. Um, that the people around you also need to have almost the same sort of like support because it is a lot for you guys to also handle. And that's kind of, you know, why I want to do these interviews with other people in my life because I want to show that you guys have gone through just as much as something I've gone through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 No, it's man, so it weird because like when I was younger, my whole when we first started dating, I was like, I'm going to marry him. I just want to have babies. He's going to take care of me. He's going to, you know, like be the breadwinner. I'm just going to be stay at home mummy, all that kind of crap. And now it's just so weird to me that that was my mindset back then before I got diagnosed. And now it's so different. Yeah. I mean, my mindset was very laissez-faire, very, yeah. You know, I think my my priorities were elsewhere at that age. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's funny when you when you say that because yeah, it's probably. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. I feel like this has been such a good insight, definitely into my personality. <laughs> um, uh, and I hope people, especially anyone that's like in a relationship, will get something out of this. I think they will. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining me. Um, I hope everyone listening, uh, yeah, got something out of this, love this episode and I'll speak to you all next week. Thanks.